Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. All right, Wayne Alaroot, it is Friday. As far as the world is going, it's Freaky Friday because it's freaky out there, man. A lot of bad things happening. But I feel like I should begin the show by saying V for victory. Victory! Because I have been the guy, the only guy in the mainstream media, you know, who's got real shows, not a podcast, real TV shows, real radio shows. The only guy who's been saying for two years that the COVID vaccine is a killer and something's wrong and people are dying and we've got to stop it. We've got to. And sure enough, the CDC today identified possible safety concern for people over the age of 65 receiving the COVID vaccines. They said a safety signal wasn't seen in the past in, uh, in, the, in the COVID vaccines, and they suddenly noticed that people over 65 are dying from strokes. Now, first of all, vindication certainly vindicates everything I've said for two years. How is it possible that a conservative TV and radio talk show host and a sports gambler named Wayne Root knew more about the dangers of the COVID vaccine than Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, the CDC, the FDA, the AMA, every single politician in America, Democrats who cheerleaded it, Republicans who cheerleaded it, President Trump who cheerleaded it. None of them knew, but I knew. Well, I've spent my entire life studying vitamins, nutrition, health, and fitness. And so, yes, I did know. And these people know nothing about nutrition, nothing about vitamins, nothing about health. And they just certainly knew nothing about vaccines because if they knew anything about vaccines, they all would have known that all vaccines in history have undergone 10 years of testing, massive trials, trials meaning where you where you test out over one year, two years, three years, four years, five years, six years, seven years, eight years, nine years, ten years, whether a person is going to live or die or get very sick from the vaccine. And they've all got, uh, you know, groups, different groups to uh, to study so that Wayne Root gets the vaccine and uh, Michael Lindell doesn't get the vaccine. Uh, Brandon House gets the vaccine. Wayne Root doesn't get the vaccine. And, and, and those are called control groups. And at the end of a year, you, you look at them both. At the end of two years, you look at them both. At the end of five years, you look at them both. At the end of 10 years, you look at them both. And what do you find out? You find that, that either the vaccine worked and, and, and was effective, uh, but had a side effect or maybe had no side effect or had a terrible side effect. And that affects the entire future of the vaccine program, whether or not you put it out or not. But instead, what we did is, because, and I understand why, but the entire world's economy was going under. And we were all going to lose everything we had. And President Trump said, I can jumpstart the economy by pushing a quick vaccine. But, uh, but 
he's not a doctor and he's not a scientist. And it was up to the CDC and Dr. Fauci to say whether the vaccine was safe, not up to Trump. Trump was told by Dr. Fauci, we got to lock down the nation. Lie. He was told by Fauci, everyone's got to wear a mask. Lie. And then he was told by Fauci, the vaccine is safe and effective. And it was a lie. He should have said, Mr. President, it can't be done this quickly. We don't have control groups. We haven't done a long trial period. We've done a quick trial. And in the quick trial, lots of people died. He never said that. So it's none of this blame is on President Trump, but the blame is on the CDC and the scientists and the FDA panel that approved all this stuff. And mostly it's on Big Pharma for lying and covering up all the deaths. But now I got to laugh because when the CDC finally vindicates me and it's V for victory, Wayne Root's the winner. All they're saying is people get strokes over the age of 65 and we're going to we're going to study this more. Something could be wrong. It's a safety signal. They got it wrong again. No, it's not about people over 65 getting strokes. That may very well be true. I'm sure it is. But it's about people in their teens and 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s getting heart attacks, dropping dead all over this country from cardiac arrest. This is not about over 65 strokes. It's about under 30 heart attacks. And they're not mentioning that. It's unbelievable. It's also about turbo cancer. Do you know there's a term, turbo cancer now? People who are in remission from cancer and it comes roaring back very soon after they get their vaccine and it comes roaring back all over their body. Stage four, they're as good as dead. One of my friends, I'll just say his first name is Larry. He found out he had cancer on like a Monday and by Thursday he was dead. That's turbo cancer. They said, you got stomach cancer. We got to operate right away. And so he got into the surgery. They opened him up and they found he had cancer everywhere in his entire body. They sewed him back up and said, sorry, nothing we could do for you. And he died in his hospital bed the next day. Just like that. He was dead in a matter of like four days for the point he found out he had cancer. That's called turbo cancer. It's a new term only since the vaccine. People who get cancer, it's stage four and it's bad. So there's a lot of bad things going on in America, and they all relate to the vaccine. How about um, Elvis's only daughter, Lisa Marie Presley, is now dead of a heart attack, cardiac arrest. Her heart stopped so many times. Now, I'll be the first to tell you, because I always try and be fair. Number one, we never know with any one person. I'm not their doctor. I wasn't there. I'm not a scientist. You know, I'm not her personal doctor, but I'm not even a doctor. I'm not a cardiologist. I don't know that the vaccine caused it, but we know she's most probably a liberal. She's in Hollywood. She's Elvis's daughter. She, she lives in Calabasas. She's rich and spoiled. She's in the Hollywood crowd. Of course she got the vaccine. I'll bet you a thousand out of a thousand she got the vaccine. Second of all, she was a drug addict, in and out of rehab her entire life. The last interview I saw with Lisa Marie Presley only days before she died, I remember looking at the interview and saying, wow, she's on drugs. Look at the glassy eyes. Look at the slurring. She's on drugs. So she's a drug addict. So she may, maybe her heart stopped from drugs. But maybe the contributing factor was the COVID vaccine. It's starting to be obvious that the COVID vaccine is contributing to lots and lots of death. So the CDC finally notices something two years after Wayne Root warned you all, two years of shouting from the highest mountains like Paul Revere, the vaccine is killing you, the vaccine is killing you. They finally admit something's wrong, but now it's strokes in people over the age of 65. No, it's not. 
It's everything. It's heart attacks, strokes, blood clots, cancer, and it's every age group and the amount of people dying every minute. Robbie Knievel died today. American Daredevil, son of evil Knievel, uh, died at the age of 60 after battling pancreatic cancer. Is he one of the turbo cancer victims? I don't know, but he certainly could be. But as I said to my wife, Cindy, moments ago, I don't know if evil Knievel's son, Robbie Knievel's another example of the guy who got the vaccine and wound up with cancer. But I just know never in my lifetime have I seen so many famous high profile people in the headlines dying again and again every hour of every day. Famous people are dropping dead. And of course, more and more not famous, not so famous people dropping dead. In Las Vegas, I said yesterday, I'll say it again, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, uh, both high schoolers, both dropped dead of cardiac arrest in the past week within days of each other. When have you ever heard of something like that in the history of our lifetimes? I've never heard of it. You know, I grew up, nobody ever died in my lifetime in any high school I attended. Nobody ever died of cardiac arrest at the age of 16 or 18, let alone two in one week in the same town. And then somebody sent me a link today to a, a story that was on the news, I think it was on Channel 8, which is CBS News in Las Vegas, local CBS TV news. And I watched the, the entire interview, and it was, it was a beautiful, I mean, she was a gorgeous 46-year-old woman um, who died of uh, cardiac, in the gym, heart, cardiac arrest in the gym. She was working out in the gym, and she dropped dead of a heart attack. And all her friends are in shock, and everybody in the interview goes, Oh, my God, she was healthy her whole life, never sick, nothing wrong with her. She had no heart problems, and she was in perfect health, and it's so shocking that she died suddenly. And then the reporter actually says, I can't even believe it, I'll give her credit. A lot of people are concerned. So many people have dropped dead suddenly of cardiac arrest in Las Vegas in the past week. So many people, and I guess she met the two high school students, this girl, and maybe there were 10 others who I didn't even see. Lots of people are dropping dead. And then later on in the interview, they interviewed a doctor, and the doctor said a lot of people are asking questions about the vaccine, but I don't think it's the vaccine. It's amazing. That's the first time a doctor's even mentioned that people are asking about the vaccine, and maybe it's the vaccine, but I don't think it's the vaccine. Of course it's the vaccine. All you have to do, this is so simple, just question everyone. You know how you question before they walked into Allegiant Stadium for a Raiders game? You asked them a simple question. Where's your card proving you got vaccinated? All you have to do now, all you have to do now is, is figure out whether or not people are vaccinated when they die. And if, if nine out of every 10 people that die answer the question, yes, I'm vaccinated, you know there's something wrong. If almost none of the people dying are unvaccinated, this is a pandemic of the vaccinated dying. That's all you need to do is ask it. You were willing to ask it when we walked into a football stadium. Why aren't you willing to ask it when someone dies? How about when someone has a heart attack and they don't die? Don't, shouldn't you ask it? Shouldn't we ask Damar Hamlin? Of the Buffalo Bills, were you vaccinated? Were you boosted? Is it true that you were boosted on December 26th? And then just literally two weeks later, on national TV, on Monday Night Football, had a heart attack? Shouldn't someone be asking that question? Wow. All right, this show is sponsored by MyPillow, by the way. Go to MyPillow.com, Mike Lindell, the great Mike Lindell, who, by the way, is, uh, is actually one of the greatest conservatives in this country. So isn't it thrilling to not only get great deals and great high-quality products, 
But give your money to someone who thinks like us, a conservative Republican Christian patriot, Mike Lindell, MyPillow.com, who was canceled by every other company in America. Now the middleman is out and you can buy direct from him. Go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code ROOT for Wayne Allen Root, ROOT, R-O-O-T, and you will get the biggest discount possible on every product on the entire site, MyPillow.com. All right, Wayne Allen Root, welcome back. You know, the great thing about being a conspiracy theorist is that I'm alive and I don't have myocarditis. <laughs> it's uh, it's really amazing. If you're not if you're a conspiracy theorist, you're healthy. And all the people who laughed at us and mocked us, uh, sadly, tragically, might not be around to mock us much longer. It's pretty clear that people are dropping dead left and right. Uh, that's got to be the column I write next. It's got to be that I you know I've said this a thousand times on there. I've never written it. I've never written that I believe that we're headed for a point where society will not be able to function because so many people are dying. The numbers are starting to get so big. And I always said from day one that, you know, just because a few people have died from the COVID vaccine, a few thousand or a few 10,000 or even a few hundred thousand, doesn't mean soon it won't be a few million and a few tens of millions. This thing, it, the longer it's in your body, the worse it gets. And, and if people are scared, they have every right to be. By the way, I'm someone who believes there are answers. You can mitigate the side effects. I don't believe there's any cure for this once this thing gets in your body, but you may be able to extend your life. You may be able to mitigate the side effects. You may be able to neutralize it. Uh, I've got a uh, sheet I'm willing to send to all of you. Uh, it's, it's literally a compilation of all the links to all the frontline doctors and all the uh, cutting-edge holistic doctors in America who have protocols to treat people that have taken the vaccine or were forced to take the vaccine against their will. So it's not a death sentence. So please email me, waynroot at gmail.com. I'm glad to send it to you, waynroot at gmail.com. And I will send you my vitamin protocols that I take every day, uh, many of which are very effective against uh, illness and, and to build your immune system. And then also the protocol, the links to the protocols from all the people out there that actually are MDs and are, are ready to help you to fight uh, the COVID vaccine's terrible side effects. Root at gmail.com. Just email me and I'll send it to you. Energized Health is the sponsor of this segment of the show, and they really made me healthy, even though I had a lifetime obsession with health, and I've studied health my entire life because my parents both died of cancer um, uh, 28 days apart. And so I've spent my entire life studying cancer and studying illness and studying vitamins and nutrition. And so um, I was kind of surprised when Energized Health came to me and said, we'd like to sponsor your, your national radio show. And we'll do it, but you have to agree to sign a contract with us uh, so you will become the healthiest of your life because of us and our program. And I said, sure, let's try it. But I don't think there's anything I could do to get any healthier. I've been healthy my whole life, eating healthy and working out my whole life. Well, I took their program. I took them up on it, signed the contract, and that was two years ago. And I feel and look the best of my life. I lost 25 pounds of fat, mostly inner body visceral fat. I gained 10 pounds of muscle all in 88 days, the first 88 days on the program. Now it's two years later, and I look and feel fantastic. It literally is two years and a month later. I started in uh, December of, or late November, early December of 2020. So thank you, Energized Health. Fantastic. So this year, instead of making a New Year's resolution, which you know will be a flop, they all fail. Nobody ever succeeds. They set their uh, standards too high and everybody fails at it. They make false promises. Instead of a New Year's resolution, make a, a revolution. 
Okay, a health revolution with EnergizedHealth.com. Take decisive action. Get 40% off by saying Wayne Allen Root. I want the war decisive action discount, 40% off, and go get the healthiest of your life just like me. Uh, EnergizedHealth.com or call 888-444-8895, 888-444-8895. And by the way, articles are out uh, in newspapers around the country. Proper hydration might slow down the aging process and prolong a disease-free life, uh, a new study shows, and that it backs up everything about Energized Health. 888-444-8895, EnergizedHealth.com. Um, here's the story I told you about a couple days ago. 20-year-old Colorado college tennis player dies suddenly and unexpectedly in his sleep. Another day, another mysterious and unexpected death of a seemingly normal collegiate athlete. And you know what? What This guy's name is Jack Madison, a sophomore on the Colorado College men's tennis team, passed away in his sleep on January 2nd. Can you imagine? First of all, Jack Madison must have a parents, mommy and a daddy. So, you know, my love and my prayers and my condolences go out to you. And second of all, this poor kid woke up on, on New Year's Eve and said, wow, a New Year's coming. And then New Year's Day, he watched NFL football, and he said, tomorrow's the bowl games. And he never woke up. 20 years old. Who expects a 20-year-old to never wake up? You don't think something weird's going on? All these, and, and worry about the fact, every single college kid at almost every college in America has been forced vaccinated. And so, so far, it's a trickle. Because when you're 20, your immune system really works well, and you're healthy, and nothing could stop you. And still, kids are dying left and right. But soon it could be left, right, times 100,000. It could be your kid next. This is downright scary and downright disastrous. This is a catastrophe for the nation and for the world. Every college kid was vaccinated against their will. The college gave them no choice. You couldn't attend college. So aren't they all going to wind up eventually like Jack Madison? My guess is yes. Very scary. We'll be right back. Podcasting is hard. But it doesn't have to be. Introducing the science of a podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the science of a podcast on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Business today looks nothing like it did yesterday. While it's more unpredictable, its possibilities are endless. At ADP, turning unpredictability into an advantage is what we do. Using data-driven insights, we design HR solutions to help businesses work better, smarter, so they can think beyond today and find even more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. Businesses need to think beyond today. That's why ADP uses data-driven insights to design HR solutions to help your business find more success tomorrow. HR, time, talent, benefits, payroll. ADP, always designing for people. All right, Wayne Alaruth, Ruth, Ruth, Ruth's on fire. You know, I'll say everything so as to protect against lawsuits from crazy people, but allegedly... My friends have sent me the Twitter account of Lisa Marie Presley, where she says 
the idea of a regular life like we used to, going out with family and friends and having quality time with them, motivated me to get vaccinated because I'm not only protecting myself, I'm protecting others. I can't lie. I was nervous initially, but I made my decision and I have no regrets. The vaccine prevents serious illness, hospitalization and death from from COVID-19. The COVID-19 vaccines are free, even if you don't have health insurance or aren't a U.S. citizen. Wow. I'm not going to say another word. If that's her account, if that's real, if that's what she said on, let's see, the date is March 12th, 2022. Lisa Marie Presley was vaccinated. And sure enough, less than a year later, she's dead. Again, she's a drug addict in and out of rehab, looked glassy eyed just a few days ago at the Golden Globes. Maybe it's not 100 percent vax related. Maybe her body was so weakened from all the drugs she took that the vaccine was the final straw and knocked her out. It was the knockout punch. I don't know. Just commenting that it looks like she took the vax. And every time, every time somebody dies, my fans show me their Twitter account or their Facebook account. And yes, they took the vaccine in every single case. All right, VRA, Vertical Research Advisory, is the sponsor of this segment of the show. This is a red-pilled Texan, Kip Herridge. This guy knows not to take the vaccine. Let me tell you, him and I text all day long. A great friend of mine, he will never take the vax. I will never take the vax. We're smart people. Fifth-generation red-pilled Texan. I've known Kip for about 20 years now. I've seen his incredible results firsthand of his wonderful newsletter, VRA, Vertical Research Advisory, his global investment an economic newsletter. You can find it at VRAinsider.com. He is the Nostradamus of Wall Street. He's beaten the markets 16 of the last 19 years. That's a record nobody can compete with. Nobody. He's about as good as I am with sports handicapping. This past Monday, national championship. Guess who had Georgia? Minus 12 and a half points. What did they win by? I think it was 62 to 7, if my memory serves me. That's a typical high-quality Wayne Root pick. I'm as good as they come when it comes to sports gambling. Kip Herridge is as good as they come when it comes to stocks. 16 out of 19 years, he's beat the market, and he hasn't just beat it. He beat it like a rug. He beats it by a mile. Exclusively for my fans, he's offering his VRA membership completely free for two weeks. Test him out. He sends you an email every single morning, an email newsletter. VRA comes every morning. I love it. It's how I start my day. Get two weeks free, and you'll stay for life. And you'll get his new best-selling book, The Big Bribe, for free as well. VRAinsider.com. All right, we've got Ben Armstrong with us, host of the Ben Armstrong Show at thenewamerican.com. He's a great friend of my national radio show. I don't think I've ever had him on Lindell TV before, but uh, we certainly are anxious to have him on and show him off to our Lindell TV audience as well. Ben Armstrong, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Wayne. Really glad to be here. Is this the first time I've had you on Lindell TV? Uh, before this, was it always radio? I, I think I've been on one time. All right, I think well, once. You- so now it's a repeat performance. So finally, you and I, yes. uh, I hope you agree with me, vindication, because the CDC is quietly and subtly admitting that there's a problem and a safety signal and a warning, and they're going to investigate strokes in people over the age of 65 who took the vaccine. They're not willing to admit that everybody's dropping dead of cardiac arrest at the age of 19 and 16 and 20 and 25, but they're willing to admit that over 65 is getting strokes. Uh, be thankful for little victories, right? I call this uh, maybe even quite a big victory because I think it's validation for what you and I have said for two years now yeah we we've been on it from the beginning and sadly 
we were right. It would have been better if we weren't right. Uh, in right. fact, it's it's worse than what we expected. There's there's no doubt that the vaccine harms people's immune systems. And I like to sum it up this way. I, I always like to get to the root of what really has happened here in case people are confused of what the vaccine actually has done. Basically, you could sum it up this way. If you haven't been vaxxed and you get the common cold, you will get the sniffles, uh, runny nose, you'll get chicken noodle soup. It'll suck. It might last for a week, but it'll be a normal cold. If you've been vaccinated four times and that same cold hits you, now the common cold has been become dangerous to you. You can die or be hospitalized. So you will be bedridden when you get this common cold. This is not always, but it's because your immune system has been damaged. Or as Dr. Malone would say, immune imprinting has occurred and your body doesn't fight off the cold. So basically, the vaccines have made the common cold dangerous every single year for people who have been vaccinated. And the data is 100% with irrefutable. The more you get vaxxed, the more the common cold is now a threat to you. They basically weaponized the common cold. How'd they do it? They damaged your immune system. They've told your immune system not to fight coronaviruses because the common cold is a coronavirus, and that's what COVID-19 is. So your body isn't going to fight the coronavirus so you just sum it up this way. The common cold is dangerous to vaccinated people. Anyone who has not been vaccinated, the common cold is still the common cold. Right. And there's a name for it. It's VADES. It's Vaccine Acquired Immune Deficiency Syndrome. This is a, a vaccine uh, updated modern day version of AIDS or HIV, basically uh, where it just eats away your immune system every month and eventually your immune system is gone. It's destroyed. That's what AIDS did to people. HIV did to people. And that's what VADES is doing to people. And I think if I'm right about this, Ben, I believe that uh, you said, what does it mean exactly? I think, what, what does it do to you exactly? I think when they inject mRNA into you, you're getting spike proteins, the very same things that killed people with COVID. They're injecting your body and they multiply every day and they attack your organs. They attack your liver, your kidney, your heart, your brain, and your lungs. And the more it, longer it's in you, the more uh, spike proteins are created. Your body's becoming a spike protein factory and eventually it overwhelms your organs and you die. That's the issue with this with this COVID vaccine. Do I have that about right? Kinda, yeah. I mean, it's it's you make the spike protein, and it's not the spike protein always being the problem. It's that your immune system is attacking the spike protein. So, but at some point in time, your immune it's it's really complicated because sometimes it's your immune system isn't. It's ignoring the spike protein, and the spike protein builds up. This is where we get in those clots. Because the, the, you're getting these clots of the spike protein buildup because it's not attacking it. So you can have different problems. When you first get injected, your own immune system could attack your organs. And this is, this is why myocarditis happens. Myocarditis happens because the spike protein went to the heart. And your immune system actually went to defend your heart. But it's scarring by mm -hmm. attacking. It's scarring the cell walls. And the, your heart can't heal the, the, from the scarring. So once you get myocarditis, you have it forever. And people who come down with it that are young, 50% of those people die within five years. 
And Sadly. some, belie- and some I, believe and, that's what happened to Damar Hamlin. In other words, they believe he got myocarditis, he got scarring on his heart, and when that helmet hit him in the chest, that, that scarring on his heart just, like, exploded, and he had a massive cardiac arrest. I, I've heard several doctors uh, giving that explanation for allegedly how it very well might have gone down. So that seems to be a, a, a real problem, the scarring from myocarditis on the heart. Yeah, and I call bullcrap on the helmet hitting the heart. I, I've seen tackles a thousand times harder than that. Uh, if you can have a heart attack from that hit, if you ever look, it's it's not even, he's the one tackling the guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you can die from that hit and have a heart attack, then you would have had athletes falling over, having this happen constantly in the NFL. So there's no way it's from the hit. No way. Well, well, hey, well, listen, Ben, I'm comparing it to your explanation about a common cold. A common cold is nothing to you or me who's unvaccinated, but it could be life-threatening to someone who's vaccinated because their immune system is so damaged. Same thing with the myocarditis. A hit like that is, is a right. nothing play for almost everyone who's ever played NFL in history. Not almost. Everyone who's ever played in the NFL, that hit means nothing. But to someone who's had scarring from myocarditis, that hit was suddenly deadly the same way a common cold is deadly for someone who's vaccinated. Same thing, if you're vaccinated. You're 100%, that's the you're 100% right. But, it, but again, that's the vaccine doing it. The very fact that the media immediately came out and was like, this isn't the vaccine, tells everybody it must be the vaccine. Because whenever right. the liberal media says something, you immediately know that <laughs> the opposite is true. I, I watched this, the, the broadcast of that when, when it was happening. And you could tell the elephant in the room was the vaccine. And as they were of talking course. and the announcers were talking, they, they, you, they were so making the biggest effort to make sure they don't stumble and accidentally even say anything about the vaccine. It how was about amazing, the players? actually, to how watch. How about the players? They were all in shock yeah. and they were crying. Were they crying for Damar Hamlin? Or were they crying because inside they were going, Holy crap, he got vaccinated. He's dead. They're giving him CPR. I'm vaccinated. Oh, my God, I'm a ticking time bomb. You know that's what a lot of them were thinking. Some of them have to be thinking. Not not all of them. Obviously, they're concerned for he died on the field. So that, yeah. that that's Terrible. different than what you normally see. So I would say some have to be thinking it. But they're, they're too afraid. No one, No one wants to... To, to say that that's in the NFL, and if you've been vaccinated, you don't want to say that, that you're afraid of that. But you have to be. I, I would be. If, I if I had player, been vaccinated, I, I would think be the scared. players all know that they're, what's going on out there, and they know what people are saying. And I think certainly if they weren't aware of it before DeMar Hamlin, they really are all aware of it now. And they're all scared of what they've done to their bodies. I think every one of them is nervous. How do you go to bed at night? Knowing you took the vaccine and you took a booster and this poor guy died twice on the field before they saved his life with the best medical personnel in the world. Thank God they saved his life. He's alive. We don't know what the quality will be for the rest of his life, but at least he's alive. But how do you not get scared at night when you go to bed and you turn out the lights in the dark? How do you not toss and turn all night knowing that that happened to him and you could be next. Believe me, the players are concerned, Ben. Don't go anywhere. We're taking the ad break. I want to get more from Ben Armstrong, and I want to talk about some of the data that proves U.S. pharmacies poisoned the world. When we get back, more with Ben Armstrong. He is the host of the Ben Armstrong Show at thenewamerican.com. I'm Wayne Alaroot, right here at Lindell TV, as well as USA Radio. If you want to watch us, frankspeech.com. Click on Lindell TV, too, and we are on. <laughs> 
just a little uh, banter going on in between ad breaks with my uh, trusty board op and producer. Thank you, Chris Kennedy O'Sullivan, the most Irish name in the history of the world. GreatPatriotStore.com. GreatPatriotStore.com is the sponsor of this segment of the show. If you're a patriotic, freedom-loving American, a family man like I am, you're going to love shopping at GreatPatriotStore.com or a family woman. GreatPatriotStore.com. This is the answer to inflation. Hundreds of household products you're already buying, but much better quality at far lower prices all made in the USA by a company run by conservatives and patriots, greatpatriotstore.com. They're cleaning products much safer for your children because they don't have any toxic chemicals. And now this SOB, son of a butcher, can announce their beef is humanely raised. They bought a giant ranch and a meat processing plant, and their beef is humanely raised in open-spaced green pastures right here in the USA, never given any hormones or antibiotics. Their beef's the highest quality anywhere, never sold in stores, exclusively available only to their members so like a costco or a sam's club you need to become a member go to greatpatriotstore.com fill out the form some will contact you and make it really easy for you to join this is the way to beat inflation and now this is the way to get great healthy beef go to greatpatriotstore.com greatpatriotstore.com all right we're back with ben armstrong he is the host of the ben armstrong show at the new american the great f-o-w friend of wayne ben welcome back to the show Thanks for having me back, Wayne. Data proves U.S. pharmacies poison the world. Tell us what you mean by that. Exactly extrapolate what you mean. Uh, the Defender had a great article, uh, and they showed a whole bunch of data showing what happened to a whole bunch of foreign countries. And they did not have really any COVID-19 deaths, most of them. A lot of them were just flatlined. And then, which they should have never gotten the vaccine because nothing was happening to them, the vaccine was introduced to their countries, and bam, you have a massive rise in so-called COVID-19 deaths. So what does right. that mean? And, the as, and, and the data is Thailand, uh, Malaysia, Uganda, and, and it's going through a whole bunch of countries, and every single time it's the exact same thing, where hardly any COVID-19 deaths, the vaccines introduced, boom. What does that mean? That means our, our pharmaceutical companies have poisoned the world. There's no doubt. It's yeah. absolutely our pharmaceutical companies have poisoned the world, and the world needs to wake up to this. Uh, part of the reason why I did that show and I titled it that way, that, that they've poisoned the world, is because I want some of these foreign governments to wake up and realize, you let the U.S. pharmaceutical company and our government kill your citizens, and you're not defending them. You're not protecting them. Where is your grand juries? Where is your court systems looking into and defending your people. I understand the U.S. gives a whole bunch of funding to these countries so they don't right. want to mess with exactly. the United States. That's really what's holding them right. back is, is the funding. But someone's yeah. got to get a backbone. Yeah, foreign aid. That's it's funny. It is. It's the foreign aid. But You know, I saw an article the other day. It's so funny that you bring this up because Ben Armstrong, I saw an article about the fact that there literally is almost no COVID and no COVID deaths in the entire continent of Africa. How could that be when they're the poorest continent in the world and people run around with bare feet, they don't have shoes, they don't have any of the modern-day conveniences that we do, they don't have any of the modern-day health that we do, healthcare system that we do, doctors that we do, or vaccines that we do, but they've got no problem in Africa, even though COVID spread all over the world, not in Africa, because it was probably just a common cold, and they all 
are worried about malaria, so they automatically take hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin over the counter at all the pharmacies in Africa. And so people were protected against COVID. And even if they got it, they got a little cold, but nobody was reported as COVID deaths because if you take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, it appears allegedly nobody dies. So it's just crazy to think that Africa, the poorest continent in the world, has no problem with COVID and the richest countries in the world are inundated with COVID uh, both for the last two years and now again, it appears inundated. Just just sad, right? Yeah. How did America do the worst when Africa didn't? It's pretty simple, actually. It proves the scam that COVID-19 was a scam. Uh, Worse than that, more than that, I should say it is the vaccine, but it's more than that. Remember, don't forget, when COVID-19 came out, it was a giant scam in America. They paid our hospitals tens of thousands, up to like $100,000 per patient if they're labeled a COVID death. So if you came in with anything, they were they were giving you a PCR test, hoping it would light up <laughs> and it could light up false so that they could get tons Crazy. of money from the government that you were a COVID death. This is how they faked a whole bunch of COVID deaths. We did not have a pandemic in America. It's a lie. It was hospitals making a whole bunch of money, and it's documented. They made tens of thousands of dollars per death that was labeled a COVID. So there really wasn't a bunch of COVID deaths. They just made you think there was. Well, and let me give you a B to your A. So that was A. They paid the hospitals to make sure that everybody died under the guise of COVID. And and by the way, they killed a lot of them because they, they made sure they were on ventilators. They made sure they went on remdesivir and they made sure they couldn't take ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. And B, I don't want you to forget, Ben, the uh, human, I think it was HHS or Homeland Security paid all the media companies in America not to ever allow a guest like you and me on to say a single bad word about the COVID vaccine. So all of you have been scammed and gaslighted and brainwashed and lied to and all the deaths were covered up because they wouldn't allow Wayne Root or Ben Armstrong to ever appear on Fox News or Newsmax or ABC, NBC, CBS or any other network because they made millions by keeping the scam going and how many of their viewers died because they didn't care about you. We care about you here. Ben, thank you. Ben's the host of uh, Ben Armstrong Show at thenewamerican.com. I'm Wayne Allyn Have a great weekend. See you on Monday. Bye-bye. All right, Wayne Allyn Root, the root, the root, the root is on fire. Welcome back to the show. Coming to you from the house that Root built. You know, I, I haven't spent enough time talking to you about lockdowns that I believe are coming this year. And you say, Wayne, we're going to have lockdowns again? COVID lockdowns? No. I don't think we're going to have COVID lockdowns, although you don't know. I mean, I, I'm not sure because these people are crazy, but I know we're going to have climate change lockdowns. And I know it because that's what the World Economic Forum wants. They're dying for us to have climate change lockdowns. They don't want us to have cars. They won't, don't want us to have gas stoves. They don't want us to use any energy of any kind. They're insane. And if you think Wayne Root's a conspiracy theorist, just go to the front page of the World Economic Forum website. Check it out. They don't want anyone to drive a car ever again. They want you to walk or ride a horse, I guess, or have a have a donkey cart. I don't know what they want. They want us to all live like Cuba. They don't want any of the serfs or slaves of the world to be able to live independent lives. No cars allowed. Uh, they, they fly private jets, but you can't even fly in a jet. Forget about a private jet. You can't even fly commercial. They won't allow cars. You, you don't think they're going to allow jets, do you? So they're looking for, they say it out loud, they want 
want climate change lockdowns, and there are cities in the in the world. One of them is in uh, England, and the other one is, I think, Australia, I believe, that are trying as an experiment climate change lockdowns, where you are locked into your own neighborhood. You literally can't go more than three blocks without you know some sort of uh, ID uh, pass that gives you permission in advance that you paid for the right to leave your three square block radius uh, on certain days, on certain hours, and and then there's like a further restriction that you can't go a little further than that just in general ever. So it, it's it's all insanity, and these people want us all to be serfs and slaves, and they want us to be their serfs and slaves and have nothing and love it and have no cars and walk and, and literally eat crickets because you can't eat meat anymore. They're crazy people. They're madmen, and I believe it's going to come down to war in the middle of the streets. I really do. I don't know if it's going to be this year. I don't know if it's going to be next year, but it seems to me that we're all headed for some sort of a civil war, uh, revolution, mass disturbance, whatever you want to call it, anarchy in the streets. But I could tell you there's never going to come a day where you're going to lock me down for any reason. Climate change or COVID, I could tell you there will never be a day where you tell me where I can drive. There will never be a day where you'll take my car away. There will never be a day where you take my guns away. Uh, there will never be a day where you tell me I can't eat meat or chicken ever again. I'm going to eat crickets. It's not going to happen. Believe me, there will be war. Believe me, we will have to fight and we will have to do whatever is necessary to beat these people forever, to take them out of our lives. That's how bad it is. And I I want you to see this exclusive article that's out right now in uh, from the Children's Health Defense uh, dot com website. Now, keep in mind, this is not some crazy lunatic Q, QAnon. This is not from some crazy lunatic conspiracy theorist, wild, radical to the extreme right conservative website. This is. Bobby Kennedy's website, Children's Health Defense, is Bobby Kennedy's website. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., the son of the president, who's done such a great job with the vaccines and wrote one of the best-selling books of the year, if not the best-selling book of the year about Fauci and what a piece of garbage he is and what a total fraud he is and what a criminal he is. And uh, like me, has stood up against the vaccines from the first day. And Bobby Kennedy's website headline is exclusive WHO, meaning World Health Organization, proposals could strip all nations of their sovereignty and create a worldwide totalitarian state. In an interview with the defender, Francis Boyle, J.D., meaning attorney and Ph.D., doctor, bioweapons expert and professor of international law at the University of Illinois, said the World Health Organization's latest proposals may violate international law. Boyle called for U.S. federal and state governments to exit the WHO immediately. Uh, secretive negotiations took place this week in Geneva, Switzerland, to discuss proposed amendments to the World Health Organization's international health regulations considered a binding instrument of international law. Similar negotiations took place last month for drafting a new WHO pandemic treaty. Uh, while the two are often conflated, the proposed IHR amendments and the proposed pandemic treaty represent two separate but related sets of proposals that would fundamentally alter the WHO's ability to respond to public health emergencies. And guess who defines public health emergencies? They do. Oh, my God. Everyone has a common cold. Everyone is sick with a cold. We've got to lock down your country. We've got to mask you for the rest of your life. You're going to wear masks while having sex. You will sleep at night with masks. You will be vaccinated with experimental vaccines because the common cold is a killer. Yeah, it's a killer after you get vaccinated. If you don't get vaccinated, it's just a common cold. These people are crazy. 
Critics warn that these new amendments will significantly strip nations of their sovereignty, of sovereignty, and these two proposals could transform the WHO from an advisory organization to a global governing body whose policies would be legally binding. They would also expand the scope and reach of the IHR, uh, which is the International Health Regulations, institute a system of global health certificates and passports, you know what passports are for, to make sure you're a good little sheep who's been vaccinated with the death jab, and allow the WHO to mandate medical exams, quarantine, and treatment. They would give the WHO power over the means of production during a declared pandemic. Do you hear communism? This is communist Cuba. This is the communist Soviet Union. This is the communist China. Power over the means of production. Government controlling production is pure communism. It's not even socialism. It's not even communism light. It's pure Soviet-style East German Cuban communism that destroys every country it touches. Call for development of the, it also would call for the development of the IHR infrastructure at points of entry, such as national borders. Isn't that ironic? So they're going to, you know, d- decide who gets into and out of countries and whether you can leave your country like East Germany with the wall. But remember, we're in a country where all the liberals want the country to be completely open. Liberals want anybody in the world to come through our border. They want to take control of the border. They don't want you to leave. That's the issue. National borders. They will also redirect billions of dollars to the pharmaceutical hospital emergency industrial complex and remove mention of, quote, respect for dignity, human rights and fundamental freedoms of the people, unquote. Wow. I really don't know what to say, folks. Uh, They're they're just getting together, these elites, and they're trying to destroy America and destroy freedom and destroy our lives and make middle class people poor. And it's real, real Scary. Um, other things that are scary. News is out today that the highest levels of White House leadership pushed for social media censorship. Um, also out today, guess who's behind the anti-gas stove crusade, the World Economic Forum, and the Democrat lackeys. I told you, they don't want you to drive. They don't want you to use energy of any kind. They don't want you to have gas stoves ever again. It's, uh, it, it's just incredible. And then we found out that Adam Schiff... Uh, was was personally calling, or at least his office was. I don't know if it was him on the phone himself or his chief of staff, or they asked some lackey to make the phone call. But Adam Schiff is a madman. These are Nazi Soviet-level madmen who just believe that no one else has a right to speak but them, and no one else has a right to have an opinion but them. And he was literally calling social media and saying, cancel this guy, cancel that guy. Ban this guy. Cancel that guy. Censor that guy. These are the people you're dealing with. The most horrible people in world history certainly you know, was the Hitler regime. But these people are certainly trying to be close seconds. They're trying to copy the Soviets and other you know, despotic communist murderers and, and the Nazis in the, in the form certainly of propaganda, if not outright murder. But I think you could argue that the COVID vaccines are outright murder. Look at this one. Australia's COVID vaccine rollout was secretly headed up by the U.S. military. All the tyranny that took place in Australia throughout the COVID pandemic was headed up secretly by none other than the United States military. From the initial lockdowns to the mask and vaccine mandates, 
All of it was spearheaded by the U.S. Department of Defense, which embedded its people within the power structure of Australia in order to subdue the nation under tyranny and genocide. I mean, you read this stuff and you go, could this even be possible? Could someone be making this up? And every time it turns out to be true. Pharmacologist Philip Altman and a group of Australian scientists, doctors, and medical academics all claim that the DOD of the United States had a dominant role in the response to the COVID virus and the subsequent development, manufacture, and distribution of the COVID vaccines. Operation Warp Speed, they say, which was proudly unveiled and unleashed by Donald Trump before he was replaced by Joe Biden, <coughs> allowed the DOD to manufacture injections rapidly. Those injections, Altman says, designed, owned, and managed all the vials that were plunged into the arms of Aussies, many of whom had no choice but to comply or else lose their livelihoods and ultimately their lives. According to Altman and his coalition of experts, the U.S. Department of Defense spent billions on large-scale manufacturing demonstrations that had absolutely nothing to do with the legitimate science. It was all a fraudulent psych-op, meaning psychological operation, designed to generate Billions of dollars in new profits for Big Pharma while depopulating much of the planet. The intention was to create the impression that the normal regulatory processes were being followed when in reality they were bypassed completely. Australian governments and regulatory authorities participated in the deception, repeatedly assuring the citizenry that there was sound oversight, wherever we heard that one from, uh, to ensure safety and efficacy, even when it was obvious that the me- in the medium term that uh, the safety was impossible to assess and the requirement for repeated boosters showed the injections were not effective for any length of time. We were the ones that were killing Australians and ruining their lives. Isn't that amazing? All right, Goldgate Capital is the sponsor of this segment of the show. Has anyone ever given you $15,000 in free silver? Well, then listen up, because I seriously doubt anyone's ever given you $15,000 in free silver. So you got a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity here. And it's only on your first order. The first time you call an order is the only chance you got to win 15000 in free silver. And it's not like it's a lottery, like 50 people will try and one will win. It depends on how much silver or gold you buy. But the more you buy, the more free silver you get. So you may get $1,000 in free silver. You may get 2000 You may get 3000 You may get 5000 Or you may get 15000 depending on whether you buy a lot, whether you buy a lot for yourself, whether you buy a lot for your uh, IRA, your SEP IRA, your uh, 401k, any of those retirement accounts. And that's what they do. Goldgate Capital is the official precious metals company of this show, the Way Down the Root Show. And you can buy physical gold and silver with your IRA, your SEP IRA, your 401k, or just for yourself. And they'll deliver it right to your door or inside your IRA. 100% insured, and they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And only... If you're among the first 100 callers today and tell them Wainwright sent you, they'll give you up to $15,000 in free silver on your first order. So be among the first 100 callers today. Toll free, 855-770-GOLD. Do it now, 855-770-GOLD. And, uh, or, or, not and, or go to goldgatecapital.com. And or go to goldgatecapital.com. Very good sponsors of the show for about eight months now. Thank you, Goldgate Capital. Uh, let's talk about some other topics. I just finished telling you about uh, Australia's COVID vaccine rollout and how the United States government was in the middle of it. You know, when you talk about foreign interference in elections, the United States is the king of foreign interference all over the world in everything. We stick our noses in everything all over the world, and we do things to people that's none of our business, and we bomb people. And I, I just, I never thought I'd be saying things like this. I'm so 
you know, just shocked at what's become of my United States of America. Very scary. Um, and, and lately, the United States of America was actually threatening to ban all gas stoves. And they've backed away from that because there was such an outpouring, an outcry. Uh, so many people were screaming. The Democrat Party realized nobody's ready for that yet. But obviously, they're, they're looking to make it happen sometime in the future. You know, if they can't do it now, they'll scale it back and they'll wait for another more opportune time to do it. But this is their goal. And so here's an article. Guess who's really behind the anti-gas stove crusade, the World Economic Forum? Citing concerns about harmful pollutants, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has recommended banning gas stoves from all new construction. It turns out, though, that the CPSC, which is the Consumer Product Safety Commission, is not the original source of this latest green agenda. According to the CPSC, gas stoves are a hidden health hazard that harm children. And as such, government has to ban gas-powered appliances from everything new that gets built across the United States, the former land of the free. Natural gas stoves, which are used in about 40% of homes, by the way, I believe I've used a natural gas stove my entire life. I don't believe I've ever had an electric stove uh, at any time other than, you know, in a, in a vacation condo. I've always had natural gas stoves. They emit air pollutants, they claim, such as nitrogen dioxide, carbon monoxide, and fine particulate matter at levels the EPA and the, here we go again, the WHO, the World Health Organization, have said are unsafe and linked to respiratory illness, cardiovascular problems, cancer, and other health conditions. CNN also chimed in, breaking from its usual COVID fear-mongering campaigns to claim the science is opposed to gas stoves, um, especially in a small apartment. Families with young children and gas stoves risk harming their children. None of this is true, of course. Gas is cheap, abundant, highly efficient, while electric. The green alternative is expensive, unreliable, and highly inefficient. But since the WEF, the world economic forum and other globalist entities want gas to become inaccessible to the masses of slaves and sheeple. They're now manufacturing, meaning making up the science to claim that gas is dangerous. It's, it's really unbelievable. By the way, it's been known for years that one of the biggest poisons in the world is fluoride. And yet they dump it in our water and we all drink tap water. I mean, I don't, but a lot of you do. I drink only bottled water. I won't go near tap water because tap water is filled with fluoride and fluoride causes brain damage. But of course, government doesn't ban that. You know why? They want your brain damage. So you'll suck up to them and listen to everything they say. It's, it's truly amazing. California Air Resources Board has voted to end the sale of natural gas heaters by 2030. Some states are already in the process of banning gas appliances. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is trying to ban all gas appliances in new construction. New York being another communist state like California that prefers green over freedom. They want to forcibly restrict people's freedoms and liberties and bankrupt us, make us pay monstrous electric bills that no one could afford. So your entire life is dependent on Big Brother government. Mobile phone companies say they offer home Internet. But if their Internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone Internet, not home Internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. 
based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 in Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details. All right, Wayne Alaroo, welcome back to the show. I wanted to uh, mention Engineer Tech Services. They're the sponsor of this segment of the show. If you own a small business, you want to listen up. Uh, because even though you have a small business, even though you have a retail store, you have a mom-and-pop business, you have a little one-man business or one-woman business or 10 employees, all of them qualify for giant tax credits only if you are in partnership here with Engineer Tax Services. These guys are so good. ETS, they save you money. They help you keep more of your own money if you own a small business. They help you obtain the types of advanced, complex, lucrative tax credits that usually only go to billion-dollar corporations. ETS, it's not like a new thing, by the way. It's not like it's a question mark. ETS is the leading tax expert in America for decades. They've got attorneys, engineers, and scientists who have performed millions of these tax services, and they've saved regular businesses like yours billions of dollars. ETS minimizes your tax liabilities and maximizes your wealth, just like the billion-dollar multinational corporations, except they do it for the little guy and the little gal working directly with your accountant. Call ETS today to get a free no-cost analysis. Call 800-236-6519, 800-236-6519, or visit engineeredtaxservices.com. And uh, what I want to do now is introduce... A segment that uh, I just did uh, earlier today. It'll be it'll be airing tomorrow on my Real America's Voice TV program, Real America's Voice, uh, at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Tomorrow is my show, America's Top Ten Countdown. And my guest was Harmeet Dillon, who is running for RNC chair, Republican National Committee chair. She's running against uh, Rana McDaniel, who has done a horrible job. I always call them the three McLosers, McDaniel, McCarthy, and McConnell. And I want to get her out of there. And Harmeen Dillon is a fantastic choice. And I interviewed her in my show. And you get to hear it first in the whole country right now. So coming up uh, in just a matter of seconds, here's our interview with Harmeet Dillon. All right. We've got our guest here. Every week we get great guests on this show. And we got a great one this week. Uh, Harmeet Dillon is candidate for RNC chair, Republican National Committee chair. She is an RNC committee woman from California, a nationally recognized attorney, the managing partner of the Dillon Law Group. The election for RNC chair is coming up in just about two weeks, January 27th at the annual meeting of the RNC. And we're glad to have Harmeet Dillon with us. Harmeet, welcome to the Wayne Root Show. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me. So, look, I'm really glad you're running, but I want everyone out there to understand why you're running for RNC chair. First of all, what do you bring to the game? And second of all, why do you think it's time to replace Ronna McDaniel? Well, what I bring is I'm an activist in the Republican Party for over 35 years, dating back to my college days. I've held numerous positions in elected Republican volunteer uh, organizations, including chairman of the San Francisco GOP. I'm a two-time candidate as a Republican, so have fundraised all over the country for that, as well as for other candidates. Vice chair of the California GOP, responsible for both communications as well as door knocking and motivating voters and helping to elect Republicans. And finally, for six years, I've been on the Republican National Committee, participated in both of Donald Trump's campaigns actively and was the head of numerous coalitions for him, as well as a fundraiser and bundler. So I bring all of that experience for decades and leadership roles throughout my life uh, in, in Republican politics to the table. But specifically, 
I've done a lot of the nation's Republican election litigation over the last few years, both representing various entities at the RNC, state parties, and then outside the RNC, getting support from major donors to help do election litigation. And one of my roles is as chairman of the Republican National Lawyers Association. So in this day and age when Democrats have used the courts as well as very effective organizing efforts in the states to corrupt and degrade our election laws, somebody who has experience in beating Mark Elias in court, as well as in making sure that we pass laws that are geared towards a level playing field, I bring that to the table and no other candidate has that. And so why do I think we need change at the RNC? Well, there's been no leadership election at the RNC for 12 years. And for the last six years, Ronna McDaniel has been the chair. President Trump rewarded her for her role in getting him elected in Michigan fairly, uh, you know, to reward her for that, got her into that position, which was kind of rubber stamped by our party. And then he's endorsed her three times, but he hasn't endorsed her in this race. And I think that's significant. And moreover, we're going to have an open race for for the presidential nomination. And so for that, I think we really need to be geared towards looking towards the future, not the past. And in the last few years, we've let the Democrats change our election laws, and we have not kept up, either in the courts right. or in beating them at their own game until we can change those laws back to how they are. You might be able to give ourselves a pass for 2020 because of COVID, but we did nothing to adapt between 2020 and 2022, where Democrats, contrary to the narrative of candidate selection as an excuse for us losing elections, Look at who they got elected. John Fetterman, Katie Hobbs, right. a lot of Fetterman. other that. Il- Ilhan Omar keeps getting elected. I mean, so their candidate selection right. is terrible. Raphael Warnock. And yet they keep getting these terrible candidates elected because they're better at elections than we are. But it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And I intend to change that at the RNC. Right. I mean, my, it sounds like you're exactly my kind of candidate because I must tell you, Armit, that to me, the whole problem with elections is no voter ID, mail-in ballots, ballot harvesting, ballot drop boxes, no signature matching at all going on. I mean, the list is long. Illegal aliens voting. I live in Nevada, and I'm telling you, in Nevada, every illegal alien is allowed to get a driver's license at DMV. And while they're there, they're automatically registered to vote. So when people look you in the face, they say, oh, illegals aren't voting. That's a lie. Wayne Root, you're making it up. Every illegal in the state of Nevada automatically gets a driver's license, and automatically, when they get a driver's license, they're automatically registered to vote. You don't think they're voting? So the question is, can you, as an RNC chair and a a brilliant litigator, can we finally do something about all these terrible things going on that tilt the playing field in favor of Democrats? Well, there's two things that we can do, and the answer is yes. First of all, we raise a bunch of money at the RNC. Over the last cycle, the chair has taken credit for $1.5 billion in fundraising. Now, you and I both know that the majority of that fundraising is done with the benefit of Donald Trump's name, which now that we're in the next election cycle can't really be used the same way. So, in fact, we've seen in the last two years where we didn't have the White House a big drop-off in our fundraising. So, number one, whatever money you raise, it has to be spent very wisely. Number two, we really have to do a much better job at both beating the Democrats in court at their own at their own game of filing lawsuits to challenge our election laws. If we aren't there to show up and oppose those lawsuits, we lose. Okay, that's a very important point. But number two, we have to have a game plan of winning at the election laws that we do have. Now, there are outside groups that do work like putting together packages of election bills that should be passed. That's not the RNC's job. 
but we need to be totally abreast at all given times about developments in election law, be training people on how to win on the election laws that we have, be raising and providing resources to states and to the top election lawyers in the country to make sure that we are beating the Democrats in these lawsuits as well. All right. What would you uh, specifically do differently than Ronna McDaniel? And what are your priorities? I think we've heard some of that in your conversation so far. But any specific priorities kind of stick out for you that you'd like to uh, leave us with today so we know where you stand? Sure. Well, I mentioned the large amount of money raised, but there's a relatively small amount of the money that then gets sent to the states. Only about 20 percent of that money gets sent to states to support their election of candidates up and down the ballot. Where's the other 80 percent going? Well, a large amount of it is going to overhead for fundraising, something like 40 percent. And that is to a bunch of consultants who I think are using outdated methods for fundraising. And that's a very fat margin. And then the rest of it is getting spent on, you know, some of it's transferred to the sister committees, NRCC, NRSC, but that's not a huge amount. They do their own fundraising. And then some of it is joint fundraising with President Trump, so it's not really fair to call that our fundraising. And then some of it is just blown on stuff that we shouldn't be blowing money on. Uh, I mentioned the overhead. That's a big expense. Private jets. But a lot of Private jets. I mean, the, the private, private jets, jets flowers, yeah. Lululemon. Those are actually relatively small Restaurant amounts. Restaurant dinners, to these. fancy dinners, hotels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but we have but the word the biggest obscene expenditure is consultants who don't like America First candidates and don't care if we win mm-hmm. or not. That's the biggest problem. When I right. look at the spending at the RNC, I see the same handful of consulting firms that got mm-hmm. no bid contracts or somebody's cousin, somebody's roommate, somebody's you know husband or BFF, and, and all of a sudden they're getting tens of millions of dollars per cycle in revenue with no analysis whatsoever of are these people effective or not. You know, I've criticized our RNC budgeting process for not connecting the dots. Okay, we, we budgeted this much. What do we get for it? And should we be hiring that vendor again? We should normally be able to trust the chair to make those decisions, but our chair is an absentee kind of chair, and this, the, the building is being run by 30-somethings who have never had a job outside the RNC. So I would like to staff the RNC with experienced political professionals. Nothing wrong with the little gray hair. I have some gray hair. And we need to make sure that what we're doing is using experience and using good judgment and using business judgment to help us win elections. And if vendors aren't working out for us, fire them. I've asked for an audit of all contractors and vendors at the RNC. I like it. We need to do some belt tightening. I'd like to have regional offices of the RNC so that we can hire the best and brightest talent that don't want to live in D.C. And that's a double benefit of getting better and brighter people as well as having them not be captured by the swamp. And I think all of those things are things that I could do in addition to the specific policy priorities that I mentioned. All right. And, and by the way, Harmi, we have one minute left, so we got to be tight. But I got to ask you, give me a 30 second answer. I'm a MAGA guy. I'm an America first guy. I'm a Trump friend. And I just want to make sure that we will have under your leadership a fair RNC. Maybe you're not pro either side, but you're fair and the MAGA candidates will get a fair shot. Well, I think every candidate will get a fair shot. I'm fully in favor of the House 20 extracting the concession that our party should not be uh, undermining America first candidates in primaries. That's outrageous. And my pledge to all American Republican voters who are going to be voting in the presidential primaries for Republican president is that we will have a level playing field. Everybody will be heard who is a legitimate candidate who's met certain thresholds to be in the debate and uh, the voters will choose. Harmeet Dillon, candidate for RNC chair. The vote's coming up in about two weeks on January 27th. 
and we wish you well, and uh, we're rooting for a new RNC chair. Thank you, Hermit. God bless. All right, Wayne Alaroot. I love uh, the Babylon Bee. I really do. That's the comedy site. And for comedy to be funny, it's got to have some root uh, in truth, right? There's got to be some truth to it. And they've got one today. The DOJ indicts Trump for Biden's possession of classified documents. And that is absolutely on the money what Democrats would like to do. Oh, wow, we found a Biden committee of crime. Let's indict Trump. And that's basically what they did. At the very moment they, they uh, raided Mar-a-Lago and they were considering charges against Trump, they knew that Biden had done the exact same thing. But they only went after Trump. Why didn't they raid Biden's garage. Why didn't they raid his office at the University of Pennsylvania? And and just think about it. Trump's were sitting around in Mar-a-Lago with Secret Service protection. Biden's classified documents were sitting around in a garage near his Corvette in uh, Delaware at a home that is under the name of Hunter Biden. And who's always at the house? Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's one of the biggest creepy creeps in the history of mankind and just a corrupt piece of garbage who's been selling out America for years at the behest of his father, the big guy. And you got to assume that some of those classified documents maybe weren't there by mistake, just some pile dropped in the garage. You got to assume that maybe they involved Ukraine and China and all the business dealings that Hunter does for his father in Ukraine and China, which means it could be treason. In other words, Biden was sharing classified information with his son who was doing business ripping off the American taxpayer. That's what I believe was probably happening. As a matter of fact, there were also documents found in Biden's Pennsylvania private office. You know what no one's talking about? Why does Biden have an office in Pennsylvania? It's at the University of Pennsylvania. And it's uh, where the Biden Center is, and the Biden Center has taken huge donations from China. This guy is so dirty, and he's lobbied on behalf of China, and yet he had classified documents there. I mean, it smells to high heaven, whereas whereas, uh, Trump had his documents in a secure room in Mar-a-Lago, which is guarded by the Secret Service. What's the big deal? Trump hasn't sold out America. Biden has sold out America. Biden and his son. So, you know, the whole thing, it just stinks to high heaven. It's just so amazing how there's two sets of rules in America and laws in America. And one is a justice system for Republicans. Put them all in jail. Uh, throw the key away. Don't worry about whether they're guilty or not. And the other justice system is for Democrats. And they can't get in trouble no matter what they do. It's, uh, it's truly d- discouraging and depressing. And the reality that America is now a lot like, you know, a dictatorship. And, and very close to one-party rule is very distressing and very disgusting. And if you watch my show tomorrow at uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, America's Top Ten Countdown, you will see me explain how the GOP House, in other words, GOP Congress, can yet save America. They can't pass a law. They can't pass a bill because it won't matter. The Senate will knock everything back down again. So for the next two years, the House, even though we've got it, it means nothing. We can't do a thing. But what we can do is open up a myriad of investigations and show the world what corrupt pieces of garbage the Democrat Party is filled with. These people are all traitors to America. And I come up with a list of the top 10 investigations that the GOP House can conduct that could save this country and show, rip open the Band-Aid and show the world what thieves and corrupt traitors and what communist scumbags the Democrat Party really are. So tune in tomorrow morning at 
noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, realamericasvoice.com or the America's Voice app on your phone or channel 219 on Dish, or uh, you can find it in a million other ways on uh, streaming online, Real America's Voice TV, my show at noon Eastern. Global Healing is the sponsor of this very last few minutes of my show for the week. You hear my voice is going. If you don't, trust me, my voice is going. The last segment of the last hour of the last show of the week, my voice is always going. It's kind of had it, and uh, I'm exhausted. And, of course, I did more than my three hours of radio today. I did an hour of my Real America's Voice TV show we recorded on Friday morning. And uh, I was busy doing that for hours, and I'm, I'm just exhausted. But Global Healing is the sponsor of this very last segment. You, much, you know how much I believe in uh, natural, holistic methods for healing. I've talked about this for years on my show, and now I am excited to tell you about a sponsor that will help transform your life, Global Healing. Global Healing is an advanced natural wellness company that's been around for 25 years. It's spearheaded by Dr. Group who has been gracious enough to share 25-plus years of knowledge and research in an online course that will have the latest cutting-edge, advanced, natural protocols he has used as a wellness advisor for the world's top billionaires, influencers, celebrities, and Hollywood stars, including President Trump. This course is the key to having more energy, vitality, and health. Gain the tools and knowledge necessary to activate your body's own self-healing mechanism and eliminate the root cause of disease and protect your family. Get a 30% discount on this course today by visiting globalhealing.com slash war. That's globalhealing.com slash war and get 30% off globalhealing.com slash war. That's the only way to get it. All right. I hope you have yourselves a great weekend. The Democrat Party is crazy. There's no question about it. I was right about COVID. I was right about rigged elections. Uh, I was right about the FBI and government agencies telling social media, ban Wayne Allen Root. It's uh, it's really scary what's happened to our country, but we just keep fighting. And little by little, I think we're chipping away at them and we're proving how bad they are. And that's why I think the GOP House really can make a big difference because these investigations can showcase the criminals that make up the Democrat Party. TOJ indicts Trump for Biden's possession of classified documents. That's funny. But boy, that is very close to what they'd like to do. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. God bless.